Pudge, what time is it's it? It's time for the Chubby Guys Podcast. Woo! Get yeah. everything. Get us all straightened out. But. Yeah, Tyler, we've decided we're all going to quit our regular jobs. So, yeah. You know. Tyler, yeah. you're next. <laughs> well, we, can't get him, we can't even get him to quit cutting his grass. Do you cut nah. your grass? I do. <coughs> I live on a farm. Well, I, I kind of do, but not really. I just have 10 acres and horses. But I don't have, how big a farm you got? Uh, just a shade under 600. <laughs> yeah, that's far. Yeah, that's far. Yeah. Let me tell you what, the grass grows out there. Mm-hmm. Now, did, yeah. you, did you grow up on a farm then, man? I did. Okay, so yep. like you've got that background. Yep. What do you farm? <laughs> so up until, well, from the time I came back in 2005 until 2017, I did row crop farming, corn, okay. soybeans, yep. wheat, and then I got into a little bit of cattle in 2012. And in 2017, I had 1,000 acres. Whew. Not to mention I do something called surgery. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, man, how in the world yeah. do you keep up with all that? I was struggling. I was okay. on the struggle bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, in 2017, I just gave it up. I, it was just too much. And, <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, for, for not much. Yeah. Too much for not much. And remember, I told you earlier in the podcast, I, I can't run a business. Yeah, yeah I yeah. sucked at running that too. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I was getting tax write-offs and, you know, yeah. making money. No, I was yeah. taking a bath. Oh, yeah. man. So uh, I'd like to have that money back now, actually. Yeah. Um, How do farmers, like, in Ohio, like, Well, really? the, you know, the... The the ones that survive are are really business savvy, yeah. And not only that, they're kind of jack of all trades. So they can be mechanics. I'm not mechanically oriented. I like love they, they don't have to call tractors. guys to to fix things. It's Bingo. them. I mean, you know. Whereas if something's breaking for me, I'm calling the guy. And yeah, yeah you're you know, bringing a crew out and they're fixing your fifteen hundred bucks later. That's yeah. just a service call. That doesn't <laughs> include the parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. You right. Know? So it it just got it got to overwhelming, and then uh, with my job, and then. I got remarried in 2018, and you know my wife and I we we wanted to have another child, and that turned out to be two, and so now I've got like a litter of five. Ooh, yeah. yeah. yeah so something yeah. had to give, and, and yeah. the row crop farming, I had to give that up. So now we have cattle. <laughs> short yeah. straw. Yeah, true <laughs> short straw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. How many so, heads you run? So <laughs> we we had uh, we had about 80 last summer. Okay. And then I sold 25, and I don't know how it happened, but somehow I got close to 80 again. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Every spring and fall. Not sure how yeah. that works. They just keep popping yeah. out. Yeah. It's weird how that, that works. damn bull. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pollen. It's the pollen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like to sign up to be him, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What a job, man. So have you bit the uh, mountain biking bug with the rest of them over there? I have. Although, I, <clears throat> I'll tell you, COVID was funny. You know, we were talking during a break about yeah. how you guys got started, and COVID was interesting. I just told one of the anesthesiologists today, if I could go back to March of 2020 and... Hey, are you a business owner looking for insurance coverage? Give this guy a call. You know him. You trust him. Jason Gillum, Gillum Insurance, 740-395-0190. My God, as a a parent of an eight-year-old with a family and, and moving through life, the best thing I ever did was download the McDonald's app. What a breeze. Order for your family. Pull up. They bring it to you. Easy. Download the app today from McDonald's. Start over again. Mm-hmm. I would definitely do that again, especially knowing how kind of the the backside of this works out. Yeah, I mean, I had a pretty good time. I took a, essentially a two year vacation. We we talked about that, man. I loved it. Like, I mean, it, and that was the thing. We didn't hate that at all. Man. Uh-uh. I mean, it was like, man, we just kind of got back sitting there with our families every day. I mean, so was, much stress free. Yeah, I but mean, then it, it kind of it kind of. <laughs> 
one puts you at peace, but gives you a little per perspective. It does, man. I mean, like, it, do a lot of thinking. You do, you know. And it was, uh, they, it was good. Now, I'll be honest, I was ready to to start moving oh, a little sure. bit again, man. Right. I mean, what, uh, uh, have they come out with any data, like mental health data from COVID? Like, is anything? I, don't know. I, I think, I think, I think it was, yeah, yeah. I think it was really Su bad so, for a lot so of people. Suicide rates are way up. Teen right. suicide rates are way up yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think it was really bad for a lot of people. Yeah. And I'd say we should probably be careful when we talk about how great it is because I'm yeah, sure I was it was thinking, really bad yeah, for I'm, a lot of people. But. I just meant the, the shutdown from society. I, yeah, man. I, I, don't I COVID. It was yeah. it was a really unique experience. Um, mm -hmm. and I you know, I we were fortunate enough that no, nobody in our family got sick mm -hmm. and everybody was, you know, doing okay financially and everything. I mean it was and it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, wow, I mean the world literally stopped it did and for almost a year and you, you were doing everything i mean i was working but it was from home it was zoom calls it was you really yeah. had about four months of or what was it eight weeks or 12 weeks of complete shutdown. complete yeah i mean and then it fired back up in what like may 16th may well i mean for me may 21st i mean where like my job you know I, if i'm leaving the house then i'm going to like a hospital or something well you know they don't want to let reps in there anyway, man. So, right. <laughs> like, yeah. They had a really good excuse. Yeah. Well, they shut elective surgery down. And even, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I will tell you that the care, I think, suffered a lot during that time. I wondered. like Because it, a lot of people know, probably needed some care that didn't get it. They didn't get it. And I'm yeah. seeing some of that now. But, yeah. you know, for why I would like to go back or at least have the chance to go back and kind of relive that time was that I could just spend two years with my family. Mm -hmm. Right. That, you know, I, I took a break, a two-year break in the middle of my career. I mean, yeah. who gets to say that? Yeah, dude, it was it was like being retired. Kinda. It was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was really pretty You cool. feel like it's over? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like, you know, I'm back full steam working, you know, yeah. hit, hitting it hard every day. Um, there's going to be challenges, obviously, but you just got to you gotta filter through the noise. Yeah. yeah. You know? are, are there some things that have changed forever in the hospital setting now? Do, you know, to, that's a great question. I I'm wondering if I, I think the mass thing it could be here to stay in hospitals. Right, I mean, right. as an employed physician yeah. at Ohio Health, yeah, I've got to wear a mask everywhere. Sure, um, and they're very sensitive, and I understand why. Sure, you know, they've, sure. they've got to be yeah. a leader in the community and set yeah. an example. Yeah, but I. I'm wondering if the mask thing, it, it may be here forever. Yeah, I, I was wondering. I was actually surprised when they went ahead and took it down for airplanes and stuff. I mean, I was really glad because it makes it a lot easier to fly. But, um, yeah, I mean, in the hospital setting, I I, I got to think that'll be here to stay. And, yeah. and, and you know, a lot what of crazy time period we went through with that. Oh, man, dude. You know, I history mean, book. Oh. I mean, that was just. Well, I mean, like it's it was, you know, for guys our age, that was a really unique experience, you know, to be in yeah. the midlife. You know, you're we're we're hustling, going out there, getting everything done, working like crazy. And then all of a sudden it's like, Stop. <laughs> you know, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it was it was cool. Uh, it was definitely a, 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 an experience that we, we probably won't get another shot at. And, uh, you know, Lord hope so. I don't. Yeah. I, hope yeah. we don't. I, I, I don't yeah. really want to do it again. That's no, for sure. no, 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 no. But what? the mountain bike thing, you know, that's kind of yeah. how I got started. Okay. Um, right. Was was during that time period. And I've been it, too. Have you? Yeah. Yep. Nice. I'm not I'm not able to get up there as much as you guys just being down here. But right. But uh, I, I did. I went full go. Uh, I'll probably have to have another bike by the end of the summer. So, you know, it's ton of fun, ton of fun. Yep, yep. Not not real like uh, jarring. 
You know, can be, but you know, you can have some bad wrecks. Well, like if you're you're driving fast, taking a lot of chances. I mean, yeah, it can get you get you pretty good. But are you are you hardcore out there? Everything I do is hardcore. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you're taking chances. I I wish it wasn't, but I'll tell you a quick story. Yeah. So we we buy my my boy Finn. This kid, I tell you what, if it's got a motor and a set of wheels, he's all about it. Yeah. So we buy him this pedal tractor, and on a night, it's in April, I think. My wife decides she's going to get out and start putting it together. I didn't want to put it together, mm-hmm. but she got it out, so we were putting it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got this new set of Craftsman screwdrivers, mm-hmm. brand new. Have you ever seen the plastic cases these things come in? Uh-uh. I have. Yeah, it's like Ford Knox. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. can't, you yeah, can't yeah. get them out. Yeah. <laughs> so saw so. And now. now <laughs> I'm a surgeon too, by the way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. So I get the steak knife out and I'm going to cut this box open to get yeah, my well, yeah. screwdrivers to yeah. put together this pedal tractor. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get it out and I'm trying to take the knife and I got my hand here holding it and I got oh, the knife no. here. And a millisecond before it slipped, I thought, you know, my wrist is not in the best position. I probably Boom. ought to change it. Yeah. Oh. Across the room it goes. Oh. So I immediately hold pressure, and I look over at my wife, and I said, hey, uh, you may want to call Dr. Such and Such. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just transected my radio artery, and she's a nurse practitioner. Okay, so she knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so she dropped a few expletives. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, yeah. You need to call him. So I end up having surgery that night to repair the radio artery in my wrist. <sighs> 5.30 the next morning, I call her and I said, hey, can you come get me? Because it was like, it was probably 1, 2 a.m. before I got surgery. Uh-huh. So, so this is on a Saturday morning. I come home, I recover. Meanwhile, we worked cows that next day. I had to give vaccinations. Oh, my. So Monday rolls around, and Prater and uh, Kevin Weingartner, and I can't remember who else was with our group, we're going to go mountain biking. I thought, well, you know, it's a radio artery. That thing's pretty elastic. I can ride a bike. So I watched Weingartner go over a little jump. And I had only been mountain biking about two weeks. Okay. I thought, man, that looks fun. I can do that. <laughs> I go off. I'm looking up one of these numbers over the handlebars. All of a sudden, my hand feels a little funny, and I look up, and I've dislocated this finger. Oh, <sighs> yeah. I thought I broke it. Ooh. The first thing that popped in my head is like, oh, no, I've dislocated my finger. It was like, oh, shit, I got to call my wife and tell her I need surgery again. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it can go that way Well, it's like, hey, man, like your your hands, like they're kind of valuable, dude. Like, you know. Yeah. It, it's giving me a little <laughs> yeah, pause yeah, yeah, because, yeah. you know, I go hard at it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I'm not that good, you know. <laughs> but the only thing I'm really good at is yeah. I, I'm a decent pilot and yeah. I'm a decent surgeon. There, there but outside of that, I suck yeah, at everything yeah. else. The woods, yeah. the woods will eat you. Mm, you'll never you'll never yeah. outsmart the woods. I mean, I, I think I'm flying, and I know that I'm not. That's why I always tell Jubal like I was born to fly. You know, right. Get out of my way, Jubal. You're a dream killer. Have you biked with Jubal much? I haven't. I've biked with him twice. And, I mean, that e-bike he's got has got me ruined. Hey, do you want to help develop your child's athletic ability? Or maybe you want to get off the couch and make yourself a little bit better. They earn the day at AP Prep. Look them up. APprep.info. Hey, guys, on behalf of the Chubbies, huge thanks to Geiger Brothers Construction. Give them a call at 740-286-0800. They've been great community supporters, and uh, they are a friend of the Chubby program. So thank you, Geiger Brothers Construction. The one that's for sale? (laughs) I, I should buy it. No, you shouldn't. You don't. You don't think I should? No, man. I, I don't know. The I mean, you pay the price to go up the hill just for the fun. I mean, otherwise, it, the downhills won't be as fun. Yes, they would. Yeah. 
I'm fat. Okay. I, I like the camaraderie in the woods yeah, and yeah. the speed. I don't like the exertion. Yeah. Yeah. The exertion is where I get hugged. Well, then you you need to buy the thing. Yeah. Man. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you still got to work a little bit with them, yeah. but, but yeah. they're not. Uh-huh. I think it would make me go more. But uh-huh. they're nice because you get to you you would get to do more miles in a day. Yes. Probably quicker. Probably more down. I probably wouldn't do any more miles, but the miles that I did would be easier. You know, I'd you don't think that you could do you could do rather than doing so, you know, grouse is one that it's one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Um and that's a pretty long climb. Oh, switch back and then back yep, around. Yeah, switchbacks are, are fun, but mm-hmm. the grouse is a long grind. Okay. And usually after I do that and do one downhill, we've done some others where we've done a couple uphills. Ooh. Usually it takes one some uphill, time. Yeah. yeah. So I think the e-bike takes some of that out. I hope. Yeah. That's, that'd be the whole purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be really disappointed if you bought yeah. it and then it didn't help. Yeah, it yeah. did help. What kind yeah. of bike you ride? So I have an Ibis. Okay. All right. There's no uh, nice Ripmo. Yeah. Okay. And so I, I, I had bought a bike actually prater ended up buying it from me and it was really cool loved it and just like with anything else i remember i told you for the podcast i get something in my head so i thought you know it'd be fun to put one of these things together mm-hmm. so during covid i bought a frame and i decided you i was gonna one. i was just gonna build one mm-hmm. yeah um how'd that go uh i needed help <laughs> yeah yeah i needed help there's a lot of technical stuff in this there things. is yeah yeah especially you get did you, especially getting drop posts and all that stuff. The drop posts I could figure out, but it's the fairly simple. I drop the too. shifters and getting those to work clean. I yeah. think people that can real like Jubal. Jubal's good, super slick. Yeah. You know, he can look at them, spin them, listen to them. Yeah. He knows what's he wrong. He knows what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't even put a new one together. I'm, uh, this is my second one, <laughs> and it's a Trek Fuel. Yeah, nice so, bike. Well, it's an older one. Uh, bought it off a local guy that was in mint condition. Guy just never. Uh, it's probably ten years old, something like that. Maybe yeah. a little older. Um, after this season, I'll probably be ready for the next. You know, maybe a, I don't know about carbon. I don't know about that yet. But those are that, now you're getting that fair. But. So carbon, um, I, I didn't think that it was going to make a difference. Does it? It makes a difference. Yeah, it's just a lot lighter. I, I mean, we had this app that you you could follow yourself on the trail, uh-huh. and you could time your segments. And when I went to the carbon frame, I I, I got noticeably faster. Everything got faster. Yeah. Huh. So you're an adrenaline junkie. Is that why you're a pilot? Why'd you be, why'd you decide to be a pilot? <clears throat> well, the big thing was my daughter plays ice hockey and okay. she used to go to Unyota <laughs> and in order for her to play high school hockey, she was going to have to go to a different school. And the only school in the state of Ohio that offers girls hockey at the high school level is Gilmore Academy in Cleveland. The only school that offers girls hockey. Uh-huh. There's only one. There's only one. In, in the whole state of Ohio? Whole state of Ohio. Who in the hell do they play? They travel. Michigan, I'd say. Yeah. They go to Detroit. They go to yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. She oh, had. Um, oh my goodness. She went, took two trips over to uh, eastern New York to Lake Placid. Well, they, they probably run that program like a small college program. It is. I mean, they played you know. uh, close to 60 games this past summer. Yeah. Or this I past mean, winter. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. 60? 60. Well, I mean, yeah. Gilmore Academy, dude, it's... No, no okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's a. Their boys school. won the uh, state yeah. title this year in and, hockey and, and boys hockey. Yeah, no. yeah. How many boys hockey teams are there in high school around Ohio? So there's club teams and then there's OHSAA uh-huh. uh, teams. Athens has one. Yeah, they got a high school hockey team. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's club. Okay. It's yeah, club? It, it, it's club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like the schools in Cleveland, so St. Ed's. Mm, yeah. Um, gosh, who else? Uh, University. 
okay. um, schools in Cleveland has got Ooh. got a boys team. I mean, they, they, there's teams all over um, in Cleveland's especially. Okay. And then Columbus got into it hot and heavy with the Blue Jackets. So yeah. the Dublin schools, Olentangy schools, mm-hmm. they, they've got. Um, so it's around. Well, then it's over, around. Over it's like, growing over around like Pittsburgh. Don't you have like oh, Swickley huge. Academy yeah. and some of those over there? Like they, Shady Side. Yeah. So yeah. Gilmore plays Shady Side. Okay. Um, they go to and they'll they'll play a lot of teams out of Detroit. Rochester, yeah. New York. Yeah. yeah, we do some traveling. So, so the whole reason so why I got into yeah. flying. There's the pot. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Was because I knew that she, I was going to have to go back and forth to get her in order, you know, so Does she, she live there. She lives in Cleveland okay. uh, through the school year and then she'll come home. She'll spend seven, eight weeks with me this summer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that that's my major mode of transportation, getting her back and forth to Cleveland as I fly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> another benefit of COVID. You learned how to fly. I learned how to fly during COVID, yeah. <laughs> a lot of us just sat around, drank beer. I mean, this guy learns how to fly a plane, <laughs> mountain bike. <laughs> What's the process of this? So I, um, You said you were looking at jets, and all of a sudden you were like, oh. Yeah, that it. was just kind of on a spur-of-the-moment night. I was just bored and on Google. So, so give, give, it, give the <laughs> average deep, man. Deep Google dive. Yeah, pretty right. much a, give, yeah. the, give the average man. If a man was sitting around right now and, and just wanted to be a pilot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean, what are you looking at? What are you doing? Um, we better break out your checkbook. Okay, <laughs> that's the first thing. It ain't cheap. I mean, have you seen the gas prices lately? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might so, want to take a look. Might want to take a look actually at your balance. In the, in <laughs> yeah. the Strong point right <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. my friend. Strong point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what av, kind of cost are we looking at? Av fuel is um, usually a dollar to dollar and a half, maybe two dollars more, more than yeah. what it is at the pump. So right now, my home airport in Pickway County, I'm paying five seventy five a gallon, and the my plane burns about sixteen gallons an hour. So any trip I take for an hour is probably going to cost me just in fuel hundred to hundred twenty five dollars. How far can you go in an hour? Um, cruise speed, um, you know, hundred. It's like a hundred and I think it's like a hundred and fifty nautical from Pickway Circleville. Okay. to Cleveland, and I can make that easily in an hour. Okay. So I can go from Circleville to Cleveland in an hour. And that's probably what? 200 miles, you said, or 150? You, it's oh, 150 said, nautical. It's 150, okay, which means in the air, basically. Yeah, statute miles, which is what we drive, about 185. So okay. two weeks ago, my wife and I went to Georgia, an hour north of Atlanta, uh, to visit a friend that I trained with, and we made that trip in an hour and 45 minutes. How do you get like whenever you do that? Do you, are you are you high enough that you have to like read the coordinates, or are you just following the site? It's all done by GPS, yeah. and so um, you plug in the GPS and the autopilot. You know, you, you can see it on moving maps. It, it's again like another computer, mm-hmm. kind of like a robot. Okay, it's a ton of fun. What about other planes? All uh, most planes are similar. You've got older planes that had classic um, six pack gauges or steam gauges. Um, that I think are more difficult to fly, but um, I'm saying how you keep from hitting other planes in the sky. Well, the ATC air traffic control, the, you know, when you get your instrument rating, their okay. job is to keep you separated from other traffic. Well, so I thought that like certain like zero to five thousand was line of sight. I thought no. that's what Sandy was telling us. He was in air, we had an air traffic controller on the show. Yeah, and he was kind of breaking down the levels of. This per they'll hand you off at a, at another level, right? And do all that. That's through air traffic control in different centers. Uh, He's probably talking about commercial flight too. He was, but yeah. I thought I thought that he said like you know your zero to five thousand or zero to ten thousand feet is all line of sight stuff. No, oh. I mean if it it could be cloudy at two hundred feet. Oh. So yeah, 
there's VFR, so visual flight rules. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you you, you can fly up to 17,999 as a VFR pilot. Okay. If you're going to go 18,000 or higher, you have to have your instrument rating. Okay. And you do that? Yes. Yeah, so I got my private pilot. It took me <laughs> I kept switching planes, so I ended up getting my private pilot after about 100 hours. Um, cause I went from one plane to another and what, planes what, are what is the process, man? Like, okay, you decide, all right, I want to be a pilot. Yep. But what do you do? So you have to do a ground school and most of those are online now. There's plenty okay. of online courses that you learn and okay. it just kind of teaches the theory behind flying aerodynamics, okay. teaches you about instrumentation. Did you have any background in, in any of this? Or? No. Okay. My dad was actually a, a flight instructor and always wanted okay. to teach me. And I was always, I'd just gotten into practice and surgery and right. I was always afraid I just had this fear that I've finally arrived mm-hmm. and I'd be in a plane and something bad would happen right, right, yeah. right, right. so I, I never did do it and it's one of my big regrets in life is okay. I, I wished I would have um, allowed him to teach me yeah um, right. but anyhow I, I got started in um, uh, September 1st of uh, 2019 okay. took my first lesson and um, really enjoyed it and then it was you got to stay with it you got to stay you know, you got to stay in the plane. If if if, an, if a guy's going to take this on or a gal's going to take this on, you really need to fly probably twice a week. Okay. Because if you don't, you tend to lose the skill set pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, you have to have at least forty hours of flight time in order to take a check ride. Most What's people a check, ride? check rides where you get checked out to where the the uh, uh, pilot examiner, the designated pilot examiner, otherwise known as a DPE, mm-hmm. will sign off and says, "Yep, you're now a private pilot." And okay. then you get a license from the FAA. Okay. So most people would struggle to get through their private pilot in 40 hours. Some can, uh-huh. but most will not. So typical is probably 60 to 70 flight hours. Okay. It's with the fuel cost right now, it's probably close to 250 to 300 an hour. So you're uh-huh. looking at somewhere between 10 to 12 grand. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. get your private. And it, it's going to be another. Are you flying somebody else's plane doing this? Like are you rent when like, you the first instructor? start? Yeah, or? yeah. Typically, you'll you'll rent planes, and that okay. kind of goes into that two fifty to three hundred. Okay. okay. Um, after about uh, 35, 40 hours, uh, I met a guy and become friends with him, and we went in together and bought a plane together. Okay. And so I trained in, in our own plane. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It, it made it make you check out your stuff. Every plane is unique, and so the the plane we have now is pretty quick, um, but. A trainer planes like a Cessna 172, which is probably what you guys are familiar yeah, with seeing yeah. in general aviation. Right. You know, I wouldn't even attempt to go get in a Cessna 172 because I haven't flown one in about 300 hours. Okay. So, you know, they're all unique and they all got their nuances that you need to learn. What yeah. are you flying now? We fly a Piper Malibu. Okay. It uh, seats six. Um, we just moved up. It's pressurized. Oh, so okay. when I went to Georgia, I went at 18,000 feet. Oh, nice. Pressurized. Twin engines or? Nope, just single. Okay. Um, we, uh, I've got my twin engine rating. Okay. Um, but uh, we, he and I talked, and we made the decision. It's probably best that we. How not much buy room one. is in this plane? Just you and your wife sitting there. She behind you. She beside no, you. No, she's beside me. And then, um, or Caroline, she sits beside me, uh, my daughter. And uh, we've got six seats in it. And so, oh you know, we, we couldn't put six guys like the size of us in there and right. go any amount of distance because everything's weight based. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then once you put fuel on board, yeah. you know, you got to be under a certain weight. Yeah, but you can fit four in it pretty easily. So luggage, you got your luggage, you got all yep. that stuff. Yep, you can fit a uh, hundred pounds in the nose, and then you can put two hundred pounds in the back, and then you know bodies and fuel and yeah. um, our useful load, which is everything that the plane can hold. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is about 1,300 pounds. So you just got to work within the math to figure out Word how plan. much everybody weighs, what they're taking, and how much fuel we need to get where we're going. Right. Can and they you might get, need to take a fuel stop. Can they get up? Like, if you can your passenger get up and walk in the back, like, move around a little bit if they wanted to? So the Malibu is really nice because it's cabin class. And so the, we had a, a Beechcraft Bonanza, super nice plane, but you're kind of kind of stuck in those seats. You can't, there's not mm-hmm. much wiggle. Like room. riding in a car. Yeah. Yeah. So with uh, the Malibu, if like if our little ones are fussy in the back, my wife can get out of the co-pilot seat and go in the back and take care of them. Wow, and okay. then she can come back up and sit down. Man. That's awesome. I'd man. be scared to death. Really? I don't Probably. know. Probably. Nah. I, 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 I don't have any. At one time I might have been, man, but I, I've done so much commercial flight and then, you know. Would you just go up with anybody? Well, I mean... <laughs> Like if Hickey wanted to fly me somewhere, I'd go with Kyle him. Hickey. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with him. I mean, I, I Kyle's, just met Bill. I'd fly with Bill. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably would. I just Kyle's I, a well-trained pilot. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah he's he. I know he does it a lot. Though. Yeah. Um. They've got a a Cirrus Vision jet now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what he's the real about. deal. Yeah, yeah, and he's flying that thing, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep. Now, flying a jet, that's got to be a different ball oh, game. Oh, no, too, wait a minute. We can't be going here fluffing it. Hot, We're not fluffing ego. Hickey. We're not we fluffing it. We can't be going here yeah, fluffing yeah, Hickey's no, no, ego. No, no, we won't. We won't. Hickey, yeah. I got to I give credit balls. where credit's due, dude. Well, you did. <laughs> Everybody gives Hickey credit. Even Massey says how smart Hickey is. Well, I didn't say he was smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know Fat Massey comes over in boxes? Well, I wouldn't call him Fat Massey. I would. <laughs> I saw him eating last night. <laughs> he was an orange daddy shocker. <laughs> Oh, He's, he, you know, we love him. We love yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah, we like all those guys. But Scott's not a pilot, is he? No, no. He, he sits Hick, in the back Hickey's, and drinks beer. Hickey, yeah, Hickey's his pilot. Eric, yeah. Yeah. Eric is though, isn't he? Uh, Eric is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, I live right. I live right beside the Jackson County Airport. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Right That's a fun airport to fly into. There's a ton of traffic there. Is yeah. it really? Huh. Ton. Of, you you kind of drop right in. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of funny because you come over the hills and you just yeah. drop right into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, whenever you look, uh, be south, whatever south, uh, you got one way's Oak Hill, one way's in between the Galpolis and Oak Hill. Yeah. Okay. Well, that. I mean, I, I'll tell you, man, I, my experience with flying is, uh, you know, commercial, of course, those big planes, you just get on there, do whatever. It's kind of a pain in the ass, you know. Then I was with a company where occasionally we would get to fly private, like, uh, yeah. you know, like, net jets millionaire plays, or whatever yeah. it is. i mean dude that is a game changer i mean you, you get a, you throw your bags in it jump in and go i mean yeah. and those are awesome yeah. and uh, no cavity searches by tsa yeah, no 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 i mean it's it's beautiful and uh that's why i gotta think like you know having your own plane like that's gotta be just you know it, it's um it's really nice I, I feel very blessed to be where i am um what what goes into the like uh like safety checks and stuff before you leave on the ground like are there very specific things that you're checking for there yeah or? otherwise known as a checklist okay <laughs> i'd say there's i'd say there's a lot of very specific well things like you're I, I would hope so you know yeah. like yeah. that would be the thing i would really worry about so we, uh, we've got a checklist that i actually click off every time i i go through and, and pre-flight and mm-hmm. it's one thing to get into a plane and learn how to fly and, and go fly yourself yeah but i tell you when you put people in there with you I don't know why it changes a, a switch. It probably does, yeah. It really does when you become responsible for somebody else on board. Yeah. You had any yeah, close yeah. calls? No. Nope. No. No. I mean, could it happen? Absolutely. And I'm not so um, 
I'm not arrogant to think that it could never happen because yeah. it can, and I think about it all the time. Are you staying aware, or are you just kicking back and cruising? No, 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 no. Uh, my, <laughs> my motor's turning the whole time we're flying. You're constantly feeling, yeah. checking, just keeping stuff straight. Yeah. I, mean, I check the gauges all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's times where 10, 15 minutes can go by, and, and you know I can have a conversation with my wife or I can talk with Caroline about if what's going on. Major happens, yeah. And- yeah, and and you know ATC, you got to listen to your call sign, sure. and they'll, they'll call you, and they you know they may hand you off to another ATC controller, and mm-hmm. so you got to be you got to be aware of those kind of things. You can kind of listen in the background, but yeah, my my motor is always turning when I'm flying. And are you hearing? You're hearing <laughs> them talking to other people too, aren't? They? Yeah, there, there's a lot of traffic that goes on on the radio that doesn't pertain to you. Yeah, yeah. Do you turn that off? But you still kind of have to listen, don't you? Yeah, I mean, they always start with your call sign. So, Which is that your tail number? Yeah, or? my tail number. Okay. So ours is uh, nine or nine or one zero nine or Mike, and so I'm always listening to that tail number or you know our Bonanza tail number. I was always listening to, it. and you kind of get tuned into it, yeah. and you can you you know when all of a sudden you hear the first couple of numbers and you perk up and listen yeah. to see yeah. what they got to yeah. say. But huh. it it's it's been a. Um, it's been a great journey for sure. It's taught me a lot. Yeah. And I'm glad that I learned to fly when I did. You know, okay. I, I turned 49 in about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And and I told you I, I wished my dad had taught me. But mm-hmm. if I'd have got my pilot's license when I'd been in my 20s, that'd have been a recipe for a disaster. Might not have been serious about we it. We talked about mountain biking, right? Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just my mentality. <laughs> yeah. and, and I didn't really start checking myself until I was probably in my mid 30s. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the the maturity levels really helped me. And so there's, for example, my daughter and I were in Detroit at a hockey tournament, and we were supposed to come home one night. And I go out to get the plane ready, and uh, it had started to snow. And I thought, oh, okay, snow's not a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. once we fire up the engine, the prop will blow all the snow off the wings. You can't mm-hmm. have anything on the surface of the wing. Mm-hmm. And I go out there. Well, it's like f- frozen rain, and it's sticking to the wing surface. That's a no go. Yeah. So I told the guy, the line guy, put it back in the hangar, mm-hmm. pulled out my credit card, and Caroline and I went to the hotel and we spent the night. You yeah. Know, those yeah. are the kind of things that maybe when I was in my 20s that I probably wouldn't have checked myself on. Yeah. 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 You'd have thought, ah, I can make it. Yeah. Okay. And that, that's what yeah. that's where guys get trouble. That's where the Buddy Holly stories mm-hmm. come in and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Now, I will tell you, you talked about close calls. It wasn't a close call per se, but it, it definitely gave me pause. So... I told you I fly in out of Cleveland a lot. Well, I was yeah. dropped Caroline off one evening. I was is in the winter time. I was taken off. Well, usually they route me directly south, uh-huh. the Cleveland uh, departure, Cleveland approach. Well, they took me out over the lake. And let me tell you what, when you you know, we talked about VFR and IFR, so uh-huh. visual flight rules versus instrument flight uh-huh. rules. Well, when they take you out over the lake, guess what? There's no horizon because there's no lights over it. It's just no. a black, black abyss. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I had the autopilot engaged, and I didn't. And I happened to, and I'm constantly checking gauges, and I looked down, and the plane was already in about a 25-degree bank, and it was diving, and I couldn't feel it. Oh. My inner ear couldn't tell me. And I don't know if you remember, but about two years ago, there was a family out of Columbus that had a, a light jet. That went to a Cavs game, uh-huh. and the, I think the same thing happened to them. He thought he had his autopilot engaged, ended up doing a death spiral into the lake. Oh. Yeah, what lake was him. this? You said Lake Erie. Erie. Lake yeah. Erie. Yeah, yeah. never probably... found him. So how did you? What did you do? Just all of a sudden? You know, well, never, when I realized that hey, found. the autopilot's not flying this thing, then yeah. you start checking. I yeah. leveled the wings, and then yeah. I thought, oh, here's the issue. And guess mm-hmm. what? Just like computers. They do what you tell them to do. Oh, and yeah. if you don't tell them to do it, they, they don't know. do it. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, because you have no way of checking. 
Well, well in your instruments, I mean, yeah, that's that's it. Can't you know, feel you, it. You, you couldn't you couldn't feel it in your inner ear, and that's that's what gets some people in trouble. So, wow. it right. you know it it just it, it makes you better because you you got to constantly follow a checklist and yep. yeah. see where how things are progressing. And get better at it and get better at it. That's right. Yeah. So I never stop learning. Yeah, constantly yeah. watch videos and listen to other guys, and you know, well, obviously so mistakes. you've obviously developed a, a big passion for being a pilot and and flight. Yeah, I, I I love it. The the fine motor skill that goes along with it, the thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a very high level thinking. Um, kind of kind of similar will. to surgery, probably in some. It ways. is similar. It's similar in a lot of ways. As a matter yeah. of fact, how do you keep frying your brain? Well, <laughs> that well, I won't say it happened a long time ago. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really do that, but yeah. um, it, it it is very high level, and and aviation has taught medicine a lot. In the operating room, guess what we do before we start an operation? We have a checklist. Checklist, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. And um, I am so thankful for that because that keeps us out of trouble. Probably very similar professions, uh-huh. really. It is. It's. It's. A, you got to be humble, safety wise and right. protocol wise. Yeah. The the old mantra of like I'm the captain of the ship and you know everybody's going to do what I tell them. Yeah. That's garbage. <laughs> yeah. You know we all need help. We need to be on a team. Yeah. 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 Got anything else, Bob? No, man. I, 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 I mean, I've enjoyed. I've, it. I've enjoyed it. I, I tell you what, I've got to, We've got to have him back. Yeah. Will you come back and see us? I'd love to. This went so fast. It did. Yeah. It did. And that was probably two hours. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's eight o'clock. I've got yeah. so much more to say. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Back. Well, and I got. I got. I've only got about a hundred more questions. So okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. We'll yeah. uh, we'll get you back. But uh, thank you for coming on. Thanks man. for coming on. I love the invitation. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, we'll do this anytime you want to. And uh, yeah. Hey, check out the Chubby Guys Podcast dot com. Yeah. And that? hey, guys, go get some merch, man. Yeah. You see check that? it out. Yeah. We got we, Prater's modeling for us. Oh, you yeah. seen Prater modeling for us? I have, yeah. Yeah, he's. I think that's what he's secretly trying to do. Well, I mean, he's one of the sexiest men alive, so he, he, he's you know, got, got that the nice sleeve. new cars. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sweatshop's really doing well for him. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, it is. It and is. That's, nobody wears a bald head like that guy. Are you still Are you still yeah. going to boxing every morning? I am. Yeah. Not in the morning. I go in the evenings. I go with my wife. Okay. If I don't go with my wife, I get guilted. I don't know wow. which one your wife is. I, I, mean, I know you go there, but I, I, and I'm sure I've seen your wife. But I don't she's know. usually the one that was standing right next to me, just trying to knock the shit out of me. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I do remember. I can't put a face with her, but I do remember you working out with a girl over there that was kind of abusing. Yeah, it, and she she's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah she gives me the business. <laughs> Last, of the, I mean, we're right in the middle of uh, we're right at the tail end of uh, AU baseball, so mm-hmm. a couple nights a week. You know, we're yeah. two, two to three nights a week. We're playing. Are you we're coming doing. back? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm waiting on school to get done. Let's get baseball season over with. Now, are you a morning guy or evening guy? I like to go in the mornings. It's tough for me to get over there in the evenings, but uh, I loved I love to kick off my day with that. It is great. I'm, I I struggle with um. You got to go to bed so early in order to get up to go do that. It, well, at three days a week, I can I can go to bed at. I, I've actually I didn't tell you this I've been focusing on going to bed by 11 yeah that's what you said and I've now I'm not getting I, I do feel more rested yeah but it's just I, I'm still a little restless while I'm doing it. I was a 2 or 3 o'clock this in the morning guy. guy young guys yeah, 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 yeah right? right 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 let me right. tell you what yeah 9 p.m. I'm a pumpkin <laughs> are you are you 9 o'clock and you're down I'm down yeah now I'm not saying I'm, I'm asleep maybe kicked back watching a little telly yeah, it's, yeah. It's your you shut know why down. I, you you're know why I down. do that? Why? Because it feels good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Just kind of sh- start shutting down. See, I, 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 I had a yeah. bad habit for a long time. I'd be, I'd be up till two or three o'clock in the morning. I went through that, dude. Yeah, like I, really. I, I, well, my pro- the problem I had is like if I tried to go to bed too early, I couldn't fall asleep. Yeah, and then then I'd stay 
awake mm -hmm. too long. But I've not had that problem recently. Have you guys tried drinking? Yeah, I've not had that problem recently. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, if I drink, though, I I burp it up all night. Oh, yeah. You, you know, go. so it's just uh, it doesn't it doesn't go. You in know my what? Favor. They make a surgery for that. I know oh, a guy. Oh, I know yeah, a guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Full circle. That's right. Full circle, go. right there. there we go. Look him up, Doctor Bill Seaver. Bill Seaver Surgery dot com. Yes. There we go. See. See.